Hello and welcome to our episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Wario Will with a quiet voice. Yep, it is gonna be me, and forgive me for my soft tone because I am actually quite sick, so I'm pretty much right at the mic. So enjoy this special podcast on me in a low tone. So in- hope you enjoy. And of course, I have to give credit to Wario Will, not just for being here despite his sickness, but the fact that even with his lowered audible levels, he still brought in a meme. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I remember last year when you did, when did that meme before, like, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, it is gonna be me. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Somehow it is almost May. <sighs> Heaven help us. And here as well, and also sick, is Falcon Faith. Hi. Do you want to know? I find it a, like like Todd. Did you say something to Will about his intros, and you made him pick a really short one today? No, no this, is, this is all improv on my part. I never, wow. I never touch the 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 intros. This is all on him. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then, then again, for this one in particular, if you were to ask me if I had uh, inferred what he should do, I could say maybe. <laughs> yeah, it may have happened. Ah, uh, jeez. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, Faith, you want to know who my favorite companion of Ash Ketchum's was? May. Ah! Stop. <laughs> What's that? I can't hear you, Will. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have an interesting, if not lower baritone, uh, show for you today. So let's get all started with what have you been playing? And since a certain couple of co-hosts are sick today, I will use my booming voice to tell you what I have been playing. Because I have been playing Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. <laughs> yes, and I will have my review up probably tomorrow or Friday, if not Saturday, depending on how things go. And I actually did uh, get through most of the game in less than a week. You're welcome. All right. I mean, granted, it was a Game Boy Advance game, sure. Okay, but hold on. That, that's, that's deceptive. Okay, because there for a there are plenty of Game Boy Advance games that took a while and are and are were difficult. I remember sure, sure, like Fire Emblem and all that. Sure, exactly, sure. and not not every game was Kirby where you can beat it in like in a day. Okay, but uh, no, I was I I these games are for strategists. Like if you want a game that'll test your thinking capacity to the limit, it is this game. I love strategy games. I I love Fire Emblem. I loved uh, Triangle Strategy. I, of course, Octopath Traveler. That's RPG strategy. But this is like a higher level. It's higher tier. This is all about the strategy. There's very little story, very little character development. And it shows. Like, there are levels in this game. I, like, when I, I beat the first game, I'm uh, midway through the second. And the final battle took me two and a half hours to beat. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And I had. Like, a good strategy. Like, going in, I'm like, okay, I have, they have these three commanders I get to control. Okay, this one's my air support, this one's my ground, and this is my long range. And it was just, everything kept going wrong. Like, right when I was at a point, I'm like, okay, it's time to advance. Something would happen and bring me down. And it was nuts. And I'm just like, I'm watching the clock. And my, my Switch battery, which I, I only played one level when I started the Switch, 
And it was doing the whole, you know, 15% power. So that's how long I was playing it, that I drained my battery from 100 to 15% before I had to put the charger back in. But I was mm. not leaving that spot until I beat the dang game. And I did! Sasa. But okay, that's okay. the thing. This game is deceptively difficult. Like, you think, oh, you know, the first 10 levels are going to be easy. But if you make a, sim a single mistake on some of these levels, you're going to have to start over. And I did that on the third level of the second game. I'm like, okay, this unit is fine. I can just, you know, I'll let it take a hit. And no, my whole battle plan got ruined because I made that one unit in an early level get a hit. So it is deceptively difficult. It, I will be t subtitling my review by strategists for strategists. And now don't get me wrong, it's still fun and there is absolutely a joyous feeling when you uh, conquer a level and get like an S rank, which I have done many times on the second one where I, when I actually like had the experience to understand fully how the game works. But uh it is difficult, and there will be times when you get frustrated because you have pulled so much time into mm. a level. And despite what one of our uh, fellow Outer Haven people thinks, they're, they're, the casual mode is not casual. <laughs> All right? He's like, oh, the cal uh, someone's... I, I mentioned I'll probably give the review a 4 out of 5. I, I am going to revise that based on something that this coworker said, but they were like, oh, the casual mode, you know, helps you out more. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I played that final level on casual mode, and it still took me two and a half hours. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So go into this game expecting to, you know, sometimes put like an hour into levels and uh, really be testing your strategy elements. It's still fun, and I do want to see Advance Wars come back to a Nintendo platform in the future in a, in a new game. But uh, don't expect it. Like, like Will fell into the trap. Like, oh, it's a Game Boy Advance game. How hard can it be? It's hard. <laughs> Even on casual mode, it is hard. So, but there's a lot to enjoy. They definitely uh, made the remake worth it in regards to like the visuals are great. Mm -hmm. uh, the soundtrack, I love the soundtrack. Like, every CO has their own music, which I, I love. Like, that's a really clever thing. And, uh, map variety which is something our coworker also mentioned like they, there's great map variety and there's different ways to play uh there's some missions that it's all about like destroying units or capturing bases others are about time limits or destroying certain parts of the map etc cetera, etc cetera. um it's a lot of it's a lot of variety and that'll make it feel less repetitive especially as you deal with the different commanders and their abilities so i do recommend it so stay tuned for my review when it comes out friday or saturday depending on when i decide to write it because uh, I gotta go play, uh, I gotta go be a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. But, but you might think, wait a minute, Todd, I could have sworn I saw a Star Wars Jedi Survivor review on the Outer Haven, and it's not by you. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a long story, but long story short, uh, a freelancer came to Keith with a code and said, hey, can I put my review of Star Wars on your site? Keith said yes, which is totally fine. It totally helps the site to have the review up early. I probably wouldn't have gotten to it for like another week or so, depending on how long the game was. So I'll still be playing the game. I'll talk about it next week, but I won't be reviewing it for Outer Haven. The more you know. Uh, all right, Will, in your low voice, <laughs> what have you been playing? So personally for me, I have been... Uh, like, yeah, I finally have made some progress in uh, Xenomic Chronicles 3. And uh, I... Yes, I know my progress is slow because I actually um just did um ascension quest with Tyon. Uh, went to the the lost uh, colony with um uh, uh what was her name? Like she reincarnated uh, Tyon's old boss. Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but keep going. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Went I did her that uh, times of Ascension quest, and um, just also did like the the myriad of side quests that came after um, Agnes Castle. So that's what I've been doing, including like that one gathering mission for um, gathering food for the city. So yeah, that's kind of what I did there, and now I'm I'm at that point in um the next major area, the the, the snowy area, which uh for uh, uh Mio's Ascension quest. That's what I'm currently in progress at the moment right now. So, uh, but if I was, I hope I always hope could do a little bit more progress. But uh, majority wise, I was actually doing the the DLC, the challenge maps, and geez, I forgot. Like the the first uh, the time trials maps. I mean, those things aren't aren't really any problem. But um, like that uh, rogue like uh, one edition and the third park, I believe. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it it still kicks my butt. I only could reach up to like. Uh, stage 20 and if you want to be like an s rank you gotta go to up to stage 30 i believe and the most i was was the, uh, stage 29 the first level so that's why basically i've been uh, trying to <laughs> try to achieve beat uh, because again if you defeat the, the roguelike levels with an a or an s rank you get like the throwback skins for of the series so that's what i've kind of been doing uh, but yeah, I, I am slowly trekking my way through of uh, Super Mario Chronicles Three, and of course, I have touched very lightly on the Future Connect, uh, future, not, not Future Connect, Future Redeemed DLC, and huh, yeah, it's it's something. It, it definitely takes like that spoilers. intro. Oh, spoilers! I, I know, I know, I know. I, I won't say anything about it. I, like again, like I haven't finished up the first game. I haven't finished up the second game. I mean, I've seen playthroughs, but I haven't seen that. that. But yeah, just. This DLC is, by all means, is pretty much fan service tribute all over, and just like that, that intro. Even I, since I haven't even beat the, the two games, but I still get shivers. Like, whoa, yeah, that that Shulk and Rex, just holy moly. So if if you ha if you're like our dear host, who have beaten the two games, by all means, you're gonna get a lot out of it. So. I just got to see how many how many people were so happy and sad and heartbroken as, in this DLC. So by all means, you gotta enjoy it if you're a total big fan. So yeah. I I I haven't played it because I, I I've been busy with other things, but I did mm -hmm. see the meme and I know or that the clip and I know you saw this one about Shulk saying I'm not really feeling it. And like, what happened to Shulk that he's not feeling it, man? What happened to Shulk that he's not feeling it? The fact that it broke a man, like, I'm not really feeling it. Like, what the heck happened to this guy? I mean, I granted all the many games and all that, sure, but wow, to think it really affected them that much. But yeah, so by all means, if you have a chance to go and play Future, Future Redeem, by all means, do, do so. And even more so if you played the three games. So yeah, definitely do that. And um, yeah, also naturally with our Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, we're getting ready for um, the Mythic Batter, and of course we're getting the Auntie Nebus, and of course you don't like it, Todd, but heck, we get to have Auntie, auntie uh, in, in Fire Emblem Heroes, so like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I had to catch up on the story the other day, and, I, and we forgot to talk about a major plot point. Mm, okay, okay, fine, fine. Okay, um, this was like a few chapters ago. So the god one, the goddess of uh, Goodwig. No, the other one, the the good one, the one who's uh, terrible with directions. Oh, oh uh, Nori. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll check, I'll check it up. Yeah, you, you know who I'm talking about, like the one that's actually guiding them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh -huh. she and your character, like your avatar character, mine's name's Glyph. Uh, 
had this special connection because she gave him like a vision of the future, which obviously is helping set things in motion and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So through the connection, you know, they, they are like, you know, intertwined, like a fate kind of thing. And so she decides to go up to Glyph. I'm just going to say Glyph. Insert character name here. She goes up to Glyph and goes, would you have a child with me? And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, no, no, no. It's not like that. I'm like, isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? And she, apparently all you have to do is commit yourself, like, verbally to a goddess, and they can have the baby that way, which is okay. Okay. Um, hey. I mean, I... I I mean that's anime as all get out, but which we all know this game is, but like, I can't believe it. And it, there was literally a, there's literally a YouTube video about that interaction, and it, it's titled "This Actually Happened in Fire Emblem Heroes." Yes, yes, yes. I think I did saw that one. Yes. Yeah, and also for uh, the name Sadie. Sadie. That's it. They have such weird names. I I don't even try and pronounce them, but uh, yeah, that happened. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and of course, it is such a terrible storyline that Faith is stunned into silence. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Like, if, if that's all it takes to have babies, so much less effort. <laughs> or, or, or in the words of uh, uh, Yune from uh, <laughs> Dina Blake Chronicles 3, Babies? You got any babies? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they do say that in the game, Faith. It, yes. Yeah, it is hilarious. Yeah. Long story short, Faith, in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, babies don't happen, except they do, and it blew the protagonist's minds. And there's literally a scene in there where they find out a baby exists, and and the doctor goes, hey, who wants to learn where babies come from? And they all raise their hands, and I'm like, and then they cut away, and I'm like, no, I want to hear this conversation. I want you to explain to these, they're all clones, basically. I want you to explain to these clones how babies are made and what their reactions are. I need to know. <laughs> I need it. So, yeah. Right, you can continue now, Will. I've, I've had my I've had my tangent. Uh, yeah, and uh, so yeah, get just getting ready for the mythic banner. Just coming up. Uh, like I think t- uh, today, by the time when it's released, so that's that. But overall, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing for the most part. And faith. Honestly, I haven't had that much time for gaming lately because I've been busy with work, but I did um, start Jedi last night, the new Star Wars um, Jedi Survivor, and I like it so far, but it also runs terrible on my PC. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, okay, okay. A recurring problem in many big name games recently. Uh Uh-huh. And the thing is, I don't know... If it genuine, well, the thing is, I got up this morning after I, you know, I complained to you last night that it was it was running really bad on my computer, and then I got up this morning and I saw like all these articles from like other sites of like early reviews coming out, and people were talking about how it wasn't running good on their PCs. Uh... So I don't know if my PC is just not handling it well, which I would find shocking because like it does great on like you know the other high higher end games that came out recently. It does flawlessly. So I feel like it would with this one too. But then it's like I don't know if it's the specs not being high enough or if it's just overall, you know, it needs updating. Which I know an update came out for it today. It was a long update too. Like it took forever for it to update. Um, so I'm going to play it tonight and see if it's any better, because I know that they did say that they were going to release an update 
I don't know. I was in my work meeting today, and they were talking about. They said that an update was going to come out day one, apparently, which is tomorrow. But apparently, there was an update today, so I really don't know. I'm assuming that it's the same update, so we'll see how it plays tonight. But I'm excited because this is my first Star Wars game, and I like it so far. I love like the lightsaber battles. That that's my favorite thing about it so far. I just want to beat things with the lightsaber. Uh, I, I'm feeling all fans have faith. Like every problem in life can probably be solved with lightsaber. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this, this food is too big. I need to chop. I need to chop it down to size. Lightsaber. Oh, there's this tree in my way. Lightsaber. Oh, I wonder man, my, if you. My boss is really annoying. Lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if you can. Can you? Do you think you can like grill a grilled cheese with a lightsaber? I think so. Maybe. I mean, well, if you like so barely cool. touch it. It's it's a it's a curious thing because uh, we're we're get really sciencey here, people. So. <laughs> We know lightsabers emit heat because they cut through things and they cauterize things when you chop off limbs, which is why Luke and Anakin didn't bleed out from their injuries. Um, something that someone actually pointed out to me when I made my Tokyo Blade Detective series because I was like, what if this is too violent? And he goes, no, you have laser swords. They cauterize wounds. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, but the question of how far their heat emits is questionable because there are multiple moments in the various series where there's like a lightsaber like an inch or two away from a person's face and they're not reacting to the heat. So does it emit heat or is it a literal contained thing of plasma? We don't really know. So could it cook a grilled cheese? Maybe? But, but at least I could still beat people with it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, sure. sure. <laughs> and by beat, you mean slice to pieces. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now I do need to uh, tell you two things. First of all, I do, I I would hold off on judging your PC because, uh, like you, I have seen so many articles now about how it's having technical issues on PC. Even like reviews on Metacritic were saying, you know, the PC version was having technical issues oh, okay. my version was having technical issues so it's not even oh i didn't see that yeah I, I had to write an article about the reviews wow okay, okay. but uh but yeah, so patches might fix that um so you don't give don't give up on your pc I, I, mine was able to play the last of us before some of the big patches and i had like no visual hiccups so i'm curious about how mine's going to perform um yeah because like when i loaded into it last night like when i was moving it's moving incredibly slow and blurry and like actually kind of terrible and like then sometimes it would do just fine and you know it was like a normal game but then you have times in battle where it's so slow it's like you're not able to make the moves that you need to in time because it's so slow and laggy and just being uh, like, it seems bogged down. That's why I'm like, oh, it's probably just my PC. But then I see everybody else in the same thing and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not. Hopefully it's not. Yeah. Uh, now the second thing, this one's actually for Will. So uh, Faith told me actually ironically after the Keith uh, situation with the freelancer that she had Jedi Survivor. <laughs> and I made a reference to Cal Kestis and I said his name. And she goes, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Wait, what? You don't, you don't know?" Who She's like, "Who, who's Cal Kestis?" I'm like, "The protagonist in the game you're about to play." And she goes, "Oh, I didn't play Jedi Fallen Order." <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. How do you not know about Cal Kestis? <laughs> because I like avoided all things Star Wars until I'm like, "Oh, there's this new Star Wars game coming out. I'm gonna give it." <laughs> She also didn't recognize the Palpatine do it meme. 
Really? I know. Hey. I got. I, and you know, I have, I have much to teach her. You want to know what's even more more hilarious? Do tell. My best friend, whenever he like you know wants me to do something with him, he'll just go do it. And I never knew why he said that until recently when you told me that. And I'm like, this whole time he's been referencing Star Wars and all of this stuff, and I didn't know it. I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty much a very substantial meme all these years. I mean, even if you don't know Star Wars too much, I mean, I'll do it. Palpatine do it, and of course, Palpatine's unlimited power and all that. Yes. <laughs> Like I like I still don't understand the whole hello what was it hello Mark or something? Hello Mark. You mean hello oh, there? oh hi yeah. Mark. Oh hi Mark. Yeah, that. What is that? It's a reference to uh, I believe Rousseau's one film of the room. I bet if I call correctly. I, oh I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Tommy Russo. Russo. Oh yeah, that that one you don't need to understand. That's it's just there. So, <laughs> oh okay, it, it just exists. It, it, except that it move on. But uh, okay. I, I want to say that I, I'm going to need a moment because uh, Faith said she was talking to her best friend and was not referencing me. So, um, yeah. That, 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 that it's like this right here. I have multiple, okay? It's fine. No, I have. You have multiple too, dude. I know. I was, about to, I was literally about <laughs> to say that because I did, I did tell her I had multiple best friends. Uh, actually, I said I had multiple BFFFFFFFs. And she goes, wait, what do you mean your other one? I'm like, yeah, I've got multiples. <laughs> I got multiples. No, because, no, because I thought you only had one, and I knew that I wasn't it. And then you, you made that reference. I'm like, are you saying that I'm one? Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't know that. It was yeah. a wholesome moment. It was, it was wholesome. Will has still yet to earn that honor. But he is, he is top tier <laughs> friend because he backs all of my Kickstarters. So that's loyalty. That I have. That yeah. I have. By the way, the next one's coming out on Monday. Get 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 your money ready. Moving on. Hashtag uh, ad. <laughs> hashtag ad. Yeah. If only it was that easy. Trust me, that was that easy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I I am looking forward to Jedi Survivor myself, and I'm glad you are enjoying your uh, first foray into the uh, galaxy far, far away. And I've used so many Star Wars memes on her will, including like just in the Force, and uh, you know the Force is everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. good times. I will meme her to death <laughs> if that's what it takes. I know you will. Yeah, do it. Uh, all right. Next up, we have the news. There's actually been a surprising amount of very diverse news, so it's time to go down the warp pipe. I'm first. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Yes. So there's there's actually been like quite a bit of news for Tears of the Kingdom. The biggest one, however, is that the first official previews of the game have come out. Uh, you know, IGN and Guardian and all sorts of people have been weighing in on this. And so far, based on what they saw in, did they say it was like 70 hours of gameplay? IGN get, gets hours, but of course they're IGN. Yes. Yeah, uh, rest in peace, Waypoint. Um, it's very positive. Like everyone is singing praises of Tears of the Kingdom. The they love the expanded world, the the overworld, the above world with the Sky Islands, the underground. Um, they they love the crafting with the with the fusibility, and how that helps with like weapons durability and creating unique vehicles. Uh, they were. Just amazed about all all the things they could just do in the overworld. It's just basically a whole lot of creativity. Like, like yeah. I think Brian Altano pretty much said it best that in Breath of the Wild is basically like, oh, if you if you can see it on the distance, you can go there. 
But here, like in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, it's basically like, oh, you see these tools? Yeah, go ahead, go nuts, do it for what you want to get to that um, next island or so. So, yeah, just kind of continuing that ideology of like, yeah, do whatever you want, let your imagination flow, and see what you can do. Yeah, and it they did answer certain questions that we still had about the game. The biggest one being, yes, there are dungeons in the game. We, we still know nothing about them, but there was a point in the game where one of the previewers actually solved a puzzle that opened up a dungeon, and Nintendo literally had to tell them, don't go there. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I remember that part. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So, mm -hmm. so this will be a uh, don't do it moment. Oh, was like, come on that was good come on it was right there <laughs> that was a good one thank you i was I, I was gonna tell you to laugh but i didn't want to force it ah! <laughs> it's like this right here it's like this right here I, I i want to laugh and you know do all that but then i don't know if you're gonna keep me or whatever then i'm gonna look dumb but then i accidentally make you look dumb so it's this whole thing of us making each other look dumb hey it says so from the life. person who doesn't know the father of kirby <laughs> so, so, yeah. so. Yeah. I know I look dumb. It's fine. We still adore you. Thanks. Am I? Am I? Am I actually really smart? Y'all just don't see it. No, I see it. It's just you show your dumb parts more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm telling you where I'm wrong. Where's the lie? But uh, <laughs> I should have a wow meter for every time I do, because uh, I've got them a lot of them today. Uh, just wow. go for it. Oh, like wow, wow. Uh, so but yeah, like. They, the the previews are incredibly positive, and that that makes me happy. Mm -mm, yeah, there's just... still so much uncertainty with this game. I mean, even after the hype of, of the final trailer, we still don't know. Mm -mm, yeah, I'm like playing it now. Yeah, I'm kind of just for the people who have played it, and like again with like the fusions of the different weapons. Like I don't know the meat arrows, the meat shields, literally meat shields, and like the combination of like what you can make, or like oh like a giant mace from your stick or of a spike ball instead of using it as um the grab uh, uh, like um levitating it against as a weapon, you can actually fuse it. So yeah, again the ideas is definitely plethora. Which kind of also like uh, references, like also kind of shows in their um, advertisement trailer as well recently. Yeah, I am very curious about how everything is going to play with the, you know, the fuse, the return, the ascend ability. Uh, there's still so much that, again, you, we're not going to know about and understand until we get it in our hands, which is going to make waiting for the 12th even harder. I mean, it's not too far off. We only got two more weeks' time. Yeah, that's true. And, and as and as this month has proven, you know, two weeks will fly by, and we're like, "What's happening? <laughs> I don't understand." Uh yeah, but soon we're gonna be heading to June, and then it's E three time, and should we do no E three's dead? Uh, <laughs> oh, crap, we're not too soon, well, too soon. <laughs> like why? Why did you? Because, like, I, I was, like, thinking, like, oh, what, should we do the roles of E3 again? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, that. Uh, that would be hilarious. Like, we, we do it, and then people, like, him and it's like, they start searching the internet. We do it, like, this month-long joke. Like, April Fool's delayed. And we, just, we just do it. We do go to E3, and then on, like, the week E3 would be, like, you didn't really think E3 was back, did you? <laughs> no. Uh, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be that mean. I would be that mean, but we would not be that mean. So there, there's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one thing that I know Faith will be happy about is that every preview basically confirmed that this does not feel like DLC. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And, and I remember your article about that, Faith, uh, that you were for another site. But uh, yeah, this, this they have 
shown through this preview that there's so much to do and so much creativity and possibility that it will not just feel like Breath of the Wild DLC. Well, that's good. You know, I I have a lot of controversial feelings towards that article I wrote. We're just going to oh. move on. I know. <laughs> I, just, I wanted to bring it up because there were a lot of people who thought that. Like, one of the previews yeah. even said that. He, they said your exact words that I feared that this would be, you know, Breath of the Wild DLC, but it's not. So you weren't alone in thinking that. Yeah, and, like, I did research it, and people did have valid points on why they thought that. So it was still, like, a cool piece to write about just because a lot of other people did feel like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Should you have just trusted Nintendo more? Probably, but who am I to judge? The host. I didn't I mean, say that I didn't trust them. Uh-huh. I mean, it's natural because, again, with, like, even the uh, the previous game that came out is that, like, they were worried about, like, the performance, like, compared to Breath of the Wild, especially in the uh, Lost Woods. Yeah. And apparently, this time around, they really uh, amped it up on the performance. So that I'm happy for. And, and just to let you know, Faith, because this one was before your time with us, uh, there was a point where me, Tyler, and Will all wondered if Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was just going to be the Wii U version with some extra characters. Like, we had legit fears because of everything they had shown before with the Switch that the next Smash Bros. game was going to be nothing but, you know, a port with some extra characters. And thankfully, we were wrong. So we, we've, all, we've all had our trust issues with Nintendo. I mean, we still don't have a new Animal Crossing game, so... We just had one, and it's still going on now. I don't like care. 2065? Wow. Wow. That's harsh. You've had three years of making money, Nintendo. Where's my new Animal Crossing? Yeah, like, what I really want is I just want a new a new console with a new Animal Crossing, and I'll be happy. Thank you. Wow. I mean, it's bad enough we 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 we, uh, we again we just got off from like the, the Animal Crossing Switch OLED collectors and now we're going into the t- uh, Tears of the Kingdom OLED uh, Switch now. So I don't know, maybe down the line we'll get a, another Animal Crossing Switch. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just saying, we all know how like New Leaf was like what, eight years, give or take. So like they they'll milk Animal Crossing for years until they before they even think about doing another one. Faith, I would. This even... is terrible. Says you. This is terrible news. This is terrible. Feel the pain in her voice. <laughs> this is terrible news. Terrible. <laughs> I, I, you know, I do at that. Least, at least you're getting the na- the, the nasally sound right. Well, I, it's because when I imitate you, Faith, I don't want to insult you, but since I'm on the podcast, I don't care. <laughs> it's so true. He really doesn't care when he's on the podcast, but I swear, he's nice to me when it's just me and him. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, with all due respect, Faith, there are so many other franchises I want to see come out before the next. Uh, uh, I said Fire Emblem. I mean, Fire Emblem is one of them. <laughs> sure, but, sure, uh, sure. Animal Crossing comes out. I mean, again, that was three years ago. You know when Nintendo created the pandemic, so the game would sell well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would like to see. Like, if we're gonna talk about games, I want to see. I want to see Nintendo Dogs on the Switch. And I'll oh yes, I would like to see childhood. that too. I would like to see that. Yeah, too. that was my childhood. No, I'm actually. I would actually. I I would. How do I say this? What I think I think, I think that would Uh-oh. be a good choice. Like because of the portability. Because you know before, like remember, it was on the 3DS, but DS or 3DS. DS, the original DS. DS. Yeah, the DS. And so that, part of the fun with that was that you, you know, you had the dog basically in your pocket, but now it's like you know I could take my, this console version of my dog or cat. They had Nintendo dog and cat. Yeah, uh, and with you know HD graphics and um, you know better online features, they they could that could sell easily. easily. Oh, for sure, take back the digi- the digital pet age once again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it it prints money, Nintendo. 
It, it prints money. So, Faith, I want I do want to ask you this: If they were to make another Nintendo Dogs for the Switch, and they had like this online mode where you get you like share your dogs and and other and other pets, and like you had them go all over like a city area online, like you know, go over the street or whatever, wouldn't that be an Animal Crossing? What do you mean share? I ain't sharing my dogs with nobody. Ain't nobody touching my dogs. No, people no people be babying my dogs like I baby my dogs. Mm-mm. I meant I meant it more like uh, what's I'm, I'm thinking trying to give a good reference. Like uh Okay, like think of it like like the Meverse. Like where we would play What is that? Oh shut up, damn No, I know what that is. I know you what better. that is. You better <laughs> That no, was like, funny. That was like, funny. That was funny. You got it. You totally got it. Like, like in the Meverse, where you would like you would share, quote unquote, your memes, and you would see them interacting with everyone. So, like, you, we would all have like this online area, like a city, and we would like control our dogs, and we would use those dogs to interact with all the other pets, like that kind of sharing. Not like well, exchange. yeah, but that's not sharing. That's like connecting. Oh God. <sighs> I'm. It's, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. My editor mind's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Faith, let me just be blunt. I am the host, all right? I know exactly <laughs> what I am saying. I do not need to be corrected, all right? <laughs> How dare? You know, I'm going to change the topic now because this is this is, this is is becoming very unnice to me. Yes, unnice. It's a word, I think. So, <laughs> next up, we already t- talked about this lightly. Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed. Mm-mm-mm. It is out right now. Part of the expansion pass for the game. Uh, I know Faith's like chomping at the bit to get this because she's a huge Xenoblade fan. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I know you love Shulk as the protagonist in the second game. Yeah, they <laughs> are great. She fell for uh, it. The sarcasm is thick. She fell for it. Shulk <laughs> is the protagonist in the first game. You fool. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yes, I have been doing my best to avoid spoilers, and thank you to the community who has not spoiled everything that moves in that game. Uh, I mean, there's like the small moments, like little screenshots of like the campfire where like Shulk and Rex are talking, and they're like, "What are they talking about?" Gee, I wonder. <laughs> I can think of things they're talking about. Uh, and that's a reference to the endings of all the games. Like, uh, and then there's uh, like the whole "I'm not feeling it" moment that was great. But thank you for not spoiling it. I don't want to know because I won't be playing it until. Ugh, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, like got, okay, we got, got two major games, yeah, for you. So. I got, I got Jedi. If if I could beat Jedi in a week, then I, maybe I'll be able to play it before Breath. Uh, I said Breath of the Wild, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. But if I don't before Tears of the Kingdom shows up, then it's not gonna be till like maybe June, depending yeah. on how long I take with Tears of the Kingdom. So and Tears of the Kingdom is big. Yeah. I mean, I rushed, and like I know some of you remember, I rushed through Breath of the Wild just to get to the end because I wanted to. And it took me two weeks, and that was just Breath of the Wild. So we choose the kingdom supposed to be bigger, better, more creative, you know. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, Keith will understand, I hope. But yes, go get it now, enjoy it. Don't spoil it, please, and thank you. All right, next up, it's Faith's favorite person, Daddy Sakurai. <laughs> and ironically, Faith, he talked about Kirby today. <laughs> um, it was actually. Are we getting a new Kirby game? No. Oh. We just okay. We technically just got one, but it was a port, and then of course we had a Forgotten Land last year. So he he he's allowed to 
take a break. I need all the Kirby games. I don't care if one just came out. I would like them all, please. <laughs> thank you. Please and thank you and good night. Okay, I just like, you know, she's so loyal to Kirby, and yet she does she didn't know who made him. Like, it's it's disconnect, and it hurts. Because it, it is Kirby. We we think of Kirby, and it's just Kirby. Kirby, that's it, Kirby. Yeah, it doesn't matter the pink fluff ball, not the, the guy who created it. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's favorite pink puff ball. Suck it, Jigglypuff. Yep, I said it. Death Battle reference. Um, but no, Daddy Sakurai actually had his 100th episode of his Creating Games channel. Wow. I know, right? And, and to be clear, they promised that there are many more videos to come. But to celebrate, Daddy Sakurai decided to show off a presentation about Kirby that he only showed during the 25th anniversary of the series. Uh, 2017, I think he said? So yeah, 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 yeah. That was last year. So, or uh, 30th was last year. So, and he, what he did was he, sh he talked about the development of the very first game, which was, what was, what was Kirby's first game, Faith? Um... I totally know the answer to this. I'm just testing y'all. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Here's a I hint. just want to see if y'all have it right. Here's a hint. It starts with Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wasn't it like, was it Kirby's Dream World? Close. Kirby's Dream Land. Oh. Yeah, wow. yeah. Kirby and Dream Land. Kirby's, yeah. Kirby's Dream Land in, on the game, on the original Game Boy. And uh, That was his first game? That was his very first game. Yep. And you, wow. could, and, and you could you could remember that because that is the only game where he, okay not the only game but the 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 original game did not have Kirby with the inhale ability. Oh. He, he would suck in objects and and fling them back. At, yeah, 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 yeah at, yeah. at enemies, it was only in the second game, uh, Kirby Superstar, which was on the uh, the NES, that he uh, got the inhale ability. Mm -mm. But, yep, yep, yep. And you can also play these games if you're in the Switch Online subscriber, which is under catalog. Yes, yes, you can. But uh, what he did was he talked about what it was like to make the art for the game on the original Game Boy. And oh my gosh, the things that they had to do to make the games work is fascinating. Like, a great example is have you ever wondered why the Waddledees and the Waddledoos are basically the same character? Well, right, right, right. Yeah. This game is why, because to save uh, processing power and space on the system, what Sakurai did was he took the Waddledee and literally cut it in half, and the back <laughs> half is the same thing you'll see on the Waddledoo, and the the front half he changed so it would have the one eye that fired the beams, and so that's why the Waddledees and the Waddledoos, uh, Waddle don't look like each other. <laughs> but in the same family, in a sense. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 you know he even oh actually. He, they're not the same family. He's he actually referenced. That. He's like, are they uh -oh. brothers, cousins? No, they're not. But uh, it, they, they te we know they all are. I mean, we all have that one family member we don't want to talk about, and that's the Waddledoos. Okay, but uh, and of course, Bandana D is the eight, the the perfect child, right? Because he's got the bandana and the spear. So anyway, <laughs> uh, but it's he had the fact that that's how he had to work to make new characters and save space was fascinating and then with the gordo he just drew half the gordo and then flipped it uh okay makes sense makes sense yeah, and then yeah. he like he, he rotated things to make it look like it was moving as it would go up and down on the screen it's it's so interesting and then even for the characters that have movements like the uh the dancing juggler with the bombs it looks like he has a lot of movement but he actually doesn't it's like three different patterns and that's it because that's all sakurai could do and he could only do that because there weren't other characters on the screen outside of kirby mm -hmm. yeah 
And then the same thing with King Dedede in the final boss fight. He had a lot of different moves because Sakurai didn't have to worry about animating anything else. So it's a 17-minute it's a video, so I know Faith won't watch it. Uh, even if I drop it in our Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, you know, here's a true story. Will, uh, Sakurai did a recent video about how he managed to do his Famitsu column for so long. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew that Faith was having, you know, some motivational issues with her writing. And so I'm like, you know what? Daddy Sakurai will help save Faith. It's a three minute video. And her literal excuse was, well, I started it, Todd, but I couldn't finish it. I'm like, it's three minutes. <laughs> It's literally so bite-sized, wow. Uh, but all of my friends listening to this know that they're like, yeah, mm -hmm. she, <laughs> does, she does do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, if this was like the 17-minute like Kirby video, then like I totally get like yeah, that, that's, that's a commitment. I get that. But this was three minutes. Three. Uno, dos, tres. So, yeah. That happened. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to hop out. The chat's not working. Uh-huh. It's not. I tried to send two messages, but I need to hop out. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I was I was that was your dramatic exit. I was like I was like, you know, I gave you the I gave you the I gave you the wave. You could go. I'm even doing the motion right now that you can leave, but no, you're just hovering there. And then you're like you're making it awkward. My god face. No, because I didn't know if you wanted to do okay, okay, I'll just leave. Okay. <laughs> Do that! Bye! Bye! Bye-bye! User disconnected from your channel. We all know that she actually left because she couldn't take the heat. <laughs> couldn't take the heat. I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, I, I adore her face, but sometimes she can't, she can't take the heat. Oh, and for the record, she actually did message me. Uh, boy. She messaged me on Discord. Said the chat on there blocked me. I wonder if she was typing in the right chat. Oh, whatever. But uh, no, it's okay. Uh, thank you, thank you th Faith, for jumping on. I told her she didn't have to come on. She said she had to leave early, but she said she insisted on being here. So I I understand. But she got came on just long enough to get roasted. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, but yeah, go check that out. It really is fascinating. I love these videos of Sakurai. Oh, for sure, I, for sure, for sure, for sure. Seriously, uh, adore these videos of Sakurai and. I'm, like learning all this stuff about like I wouldn't even have thought of like again like seriously will the way that he had to like block out the stages in parts and uh -huh. then use the pro he had to use a special dev kit just to put it all together in the game and I'm just like that's the amount of effort that they had to do just to make a simple game like Kirby's Dreamland which he even admits you can beat in 20 minutes I do not <laughs> remember it being that short but okay. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't quite sure then, but yeah, just how much it was back in the day, like even back when we were growing up in the 90s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so go check that out, it's really worth it, and thank you Daddy Sakurai for 100 episodes, we look forward to the next 100. Alright, oh, oh no, darn. They left before we could talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, it's it's almost as if I had planned that. No, I didn't. I honestly didn't plan that. But it's it's hilarious nonetheless. So yes, we have a uh, very fun update on that. The the movie. I almost said the game. The movie is currently at over nine hundred million dollars. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. So and here's the thing. At the time of this recording. It's still not out in Japan. 
Yep, yep, and that thing's gonna push it over the edge, and also as well at on, on April twenty eighth. So by today, yeah, there are a, a specific um uh, exclusive Japanese uh, dub screenings for the movies for uncertain locations. Yes. Yeah, I he- I heard about that. That it's the it's got a different script in the Japanese version. <laughs> Apparently, so and like if it's anything, I don't know, maybe so. So yeah. I I'm 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 so curious about that because, like, different how, like seriously, different how. I mean, it's like since I mean I I did saw this, the movies twice already, and like if they can like change I don't know, uh, particular context because I know um, Japanese have different context wise, so maybe I don't know that it's possible, it's possible. Yeah, I I am really unsure, but. Is going to be curious nonetheless because I mean some of it I feel is obvious. Like I would be, I would not be surprised if they changed Peaches. Like think about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because because the song is very Jack Black. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I, and I don't think that'll translate with a Japanese voice actor. All due respect, you know I, I know I, you know I appreciate voice actors well. You know I do. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. There's a difference between Jack Black performing a song like Peaches and then. A, someone from like another country trying to do that same song it just doesn't hit the same true 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 i mean like i can't only imagine like you said i mean i can't imagine how all might can sing that <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh um but you know there's there's a lot of questions and i'm really curious about how just the plot in general will be different because you really there are things in there that are obviously very american in tone oh yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like how they handle Donkey Kong and certain other things and how that'll translate is curious. But regardless, I, I'm very curious about how much Japan will add to the total. It's going to get a billion. It's 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 undeniable now. Oh, yeah. It's got to go for one million dollars. Try again. One billion. There you go. Dollars. You said, you said, you said million. <laughs> Sorry, you said, you said uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be number two. Um, Mr. Dr. Evil, you have to go higher. Oh, sorry. One billion. Schmillion, quadrillion, quadrillion, shabak. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I'm sorry, but a million dollars is still a lot of money. I, oh, like, for sure, for sure. I, I don't care what time period you're in. Like, if, if someone's ransoming you for a million dollars, you shouldn't laugh. I mean, I know why they did that joke, but, like, I, I'll, I, I'll, I would like a million. If, if you guys just got and it on you. And that's economy, sure. Yeah, it's like, if you just got it on you, you know, I could, I, I, I'll take it. Like, you know, don't, don't have to pressure me. I'll, I'll take the money. I'll, I'll take the hit, right? I'll take the hit and take the money. So, but yeah, this, this movie is just doing so well. And, and even Miyamoto himself admitted that he, that the, uh, the movie has gone beyond expectations. Like, he said that he had goals for the movie yeah but this exceeded all expectations and he actually felt that the negative reviews actually helped yes 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 it, like even like like there's some like other interviews that came out afterwards like for example like apparently there's supposed to be an in and out uh drive through but uh miyamoto said, they told miyamoto i think was it miyamoto that said no or is it the directors i forgot but yeah apparently there's also an in and out a restaurant as well as oh thank God, they did not put this in. Like they wanted to put in Van Halen's jump in this movie, which thank God they did not. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's times you just need to stick to the source material. Okay, <laughs> just saying. 
And then as for what's coming next, Miyamoto has already said that there's there's it's guaranteed that there will be something new. He also said there are many possible ways we could go, such as using characters that would be fit for movies or very well-known characters. And he even noted that Nintendo is like a talent agency. We have plenty of other entertainers. <laughs> that's one way of putting it, I suppose. But uh, yeah, yeah, that that's definitely something. Mane, mane, again, we're just still waiting for that Mario first, the Smash first. <laughs> I'm just like, whenever we get Scott or maybe even Tyler back, we'll definitely do another like movie makers and we'll make a pitch for the next movie, whatever it may be. So, and then of course I will pitch right in front of Faith that Chris Pratt should be banned from ever being Mario again, and hire a real artist, you know, like Charles Martinet. <laughs> I will die on this hill. I was like, then you will die. <laughs> Star Wars! Alright, next up we have a Splatoon 3, a little short thing. Remember, the Splatfest is next weekend. Not this weekend, <laughs> next weekend. So, be ready for that and go get your uh, shirts on uh, the Nintendo Store for Power, Wisdom, or Courage. And But Nintendo's also been dropping some more live-action recording oh, yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah, the yeah. songs, including one for Salmon Run, which may or may not have been actually paid by Grisco. <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell with him sometimes. He's such a bear. Yeah. Uh, zing. But uh, I'm really enjoying those. It's just a fun way. And you know people eat this up. Like, oh, for sure, for sure. Like, watching these. And like, really? just seeing, like, yeah, like the guy just working that cello is like, oh, geez, one-man guy. Like, yeah, for, for Samuel Rose. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, this next one is for Tyler. May he rest in pieces. Oh, uh, I, I thought you were going to mention the one more video that also was uh, released as well regarding to a uh, wave, uh, wave goodbye for the ending of Splatoon 3 with um, uh, the Squid Sisters. I, well, thought, I, I said in general that they released recordings. You're the one who just went to the Salmon Run. <laughs> I, I mean, said in general, and I said including one about Salmon Run. But <laughs> All right, fine. You can go. You can go ahead. No, no, okay, okay, fine. And yeah, like they also did. Uh, don't do. They actually released that one more video, which of course the, the ending of two and three, which is the Squid Sisters. And the fact that yeah, some people noted the was well that the this one they did not have like the, the the lyrics sheet in front of them. So yeah, they were doing it all by memory. And yeah, yeah, gracefully dancing to it as well is pretty amazing too. Yeah. So. Stay tuned for more. And again, the next Splatfest, the Zelda themed Splatfest is next weekend. All right, next up for next up we have a piece for Tyler. May he rest in pieces. Uh, <laughs> that's dark. May he rest in pieces. Like, what happened to Tyler? Well, he was watching the NBA the other day, and it, it got ugly. Uh, <laughs> if, if you know, you know. Uh, but no, the DLC for Sonic Frontiers is coming. Oh, sorry, Luigi's Force Space. The story DLC for Sonic Frontiers is coming soon. And Ian Flynn, who was the, one of the writers on the main mm -hmm. campaign, will be writing the DLC story. And he promises that this will be important DLC. So what does that okay. mean? Uh, <laughs> clearly, we are getting the return, and I know Will is excited for this one. We are getting the return of Uganda Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the way, but... Uh... Uh, okay, real, real talk with Will for a second. I, I've gotten addicted to Devil Artemis. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I was like, but I am the Dark Magician. <laughs> <laughs> Ebola! But I uh, know. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's like one of those guilty pleasures. I should enjoy watching it, but I really, really do. Um, and it's not just because he works on Death Battle, he's just really great. Um, but no, uh, my guess is that this DLC, especially now that we have confirmation that there is a sequel coming to Sonic Frontiers, 
we this DLC will possibly set up the next Sonic game. Mm-hmm. That is my guess. It's not confirmed, but that is my guess. A fair point. A fair point. I mean, like, yeah, like the uh, f- with this writer, like, it, like again, the, the the base game of Sonic Frontier is pretty dang amazing as it is as well. Like what Scott said prior, and of course Tyler playing it as well. So I can only imagine what can become next. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. We do not have a, a release date. We've only gotten the first of the DLC releases so far, which was the uh, sights, sounds, and photos, right? Whatever it was called. Uh, for the game, so we still got the what was the second one like the challenge mode or something? I, I don't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then the yeah. third one is being able to play as Knuckles, Amy, and Tails, and then the story DLC. So stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll get more information soon. Uh, okay, th- another small piece of news: Nintendo is bringing back E3. You wish, uh, <laughs> but ironically, they did confirm that they're gonna be at Gamescom. Wow. Yeah, first time in years they're going to be at Gamescom. So that means in 2023, they went back to PAX and they're at Gamescom. So they're branching out, and yet they didn't do E3. And I mean that honestly. Like, So E3 wasn't in your store, real house, but PAX and Gamescom is. Very interesting, Nintendo. Very interesting. <laughs> they got themselves locked down regarding the whole digital, digital presentation. So yeah, like, no, we're, we're just going to do our own thing. And any other events? Yeah, it's just I sit on cake. Yeah, so... Well, we'll uh, I'm very curious. And here's, here's the big thing. The show is in August. Okay. What are they going to show? Exactly. Mm. Because Breath of the Wild. Dang it. Tears of the Kingdom. So, <laughs> I'm still, sorry, I'm still stuck on that. Tears of the Kingdom is May. Uh, July is when Pikmin comes out. Uh-uh. So what will they have to showcase at Gamescom, this very big and important gaming convention, that were that warrants their appearance oh wait a minute because i just remembered something because like oh. uh, i still remember like uh remember when uh miyamoto was promoting the movie and basically said like when are we getting the next mario game all i can just say is look look forward to the next presentation so like that oh. I, maybe maybe the next mario game perhaps you never know i mean without a doubt next month as in may or june we're gonna get the next nintendo direct without a doubt and that direct, whenever it arrives, will be focusing on the back half of Nintendo's 2023. In fact, I would actually make a bet that we might get it like a week or two after Breath of the Dang it! Tears, Tears of the Kingdom, I, get it to I, your I, head. I've been doing well. I've honestly had, because I have been having to write a lot of articles for another website about Tears of the Kingdom. And, uh, and so I was like, okay, Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom. But then I, while I'm here, I'm always going right back to Breath of the Wild. Dang it, man. <laughs> Yeah. Also, there's also rumors about Tears of the Kingdom leaks possibly coming soon, so don't be a dick. Uh, big surprise. Big surprise. I, I, I think I might die if I'm not surprised, right, Will? <laughs> so, but uh, hey, Nintendo Gamescom, pretty cool news, and I, and I definitely appreciate that. All right, next up, we have uh, Fire Emblem Engage, which is uh, a game I still very much enjoyed. I haven't. I, that's another DLC I haven't played yet. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I okay. still got to play that DLC. I mean, I don't think it's, it'll be as grand as Future Redeemed. You should play it. You, you all should play it. You know who I'm talking about. But a poll went out asking about the fan favorite characters. And I'll only quote the top 20. Or sorry, top 10. Only, I mean, only top 20. I mean, out of 100 possible characters. No. Uh, the top 10 are as follows. Number one, Elier. Number two, Diamant. Number three, Alfred. Number four, Al Chris. Five, Yunaka. Six, Somi. 
Okay. Uh, seven, Sel- Selene. I always want to say Selene, but there's that, you know, uh, what's that word? Um, the accent. I don't the know. accent. I, I, can't, I can't say accent. Yes, the accent. So it's Selene. Number eight, Pandrea. Nine, Vele. Vale. And then number 10, Ivy. First of all, Ivy should be higher. She, she, she was my waifu in the game, and so she she's obviously should be higher. Uh, not surprised Allier is number one because that's the pro tag. And right, right, that. right. Diamant, totally see him being number two in many people's eyes. He's just this really great, strong prince. Uh, Alchris being number four. I guess people just liked his wimpy demeanor, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Unaka, number five. Totally get that. You know, cars, cars, cars. Unaka was great. <laughs> Somi. Really? Like, really? <laughs> I mean, it does, like, I get it, you get crystals from the cat thing, but like really <laughs> So I'm just I'm just saying. So be sure, if you want to tell us your favorite Fire Emblem engaged characters, I mean mine, if I was to say. I mean Alier, yeah, I liked Ivy, I liked her arc. Um Honestly I like I like the emblems more. <laughs> Yeah, again, we could have had more time, more into it with the emblems. I like no, yeah, it's not that's food. Like I just like Ike's uh, uh, bonding events. Like no, I'm just that big. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, I and I know this in my review. I wish we had better conversations, or like no longer conversations. With yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, into really, like, but they have conversations with everyone. I'm like, yeah, but that means you have to like attach them to everyone, build them all up, and then experience it. That's not, that's not time time sensitive okay yeah it is uh, yeah that's time consuming and yeah that could add more yeah like i'll just leave that to the like the youtubers and completionists out there yeah i I love you know i love like he's my favorite fire emblem lord but that doesn't mean i want to put his ring on every single character just to hear him talk more okay i can (laughs) i can imagine better conversations with ike okay just saying uh and finally and this one goes out to will because there was a very interesting piece of backstory given about the Shin Megami Tensei franchise. Uh, all right. did, did you hear about this? I have not, so okay. let me. So for those of you who don't know, long before Persona, there was Shin Megami Tensei. And before there was Shin Megami Tensei, there was a series of novels by Aya Nishitani called Digital Devil Story Megami Tensei. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I'm aware of this. Right, so... Uh, there were there were three novels. They were like made in, like the first generation of gaming. I'm talking like NES, SNES, and the irony is that not long after the novels were made, someone reached out to Aya Nishitani and asked about a potential adaptation. That person, that that company, was Nintendo. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and on Twitter, um, uh, Aya went on and noted the backstory. He said, "Quote." He, as in Nintendo, the director of Nintendo at the time, read my novel and said it was interesting and that he would consider whether my company could adapt it into a game. I'll see if my company can adapt it into a game. Uh, and then he noted that they, they were interested in it, but there was a problem. Oh. Can you guess what the problem was, Will? Let's uh, see. What, think about what the game is compared to Nintendo. Okay, let's see. It's about okay. The, the time you actually go and face off against Hitler. There's a whole lot of demons. There's also a little, unfortunately, a uh, newness in this game. Uh, a whole yeah, and a whole lot of succubus, dummies, demons. Yeah, all, yeah. All, all that. Oh, family-friendly content. Exactly. And remember, this was early Nintendo, where it was always about like the family games. And so, as it would happen, Nintendo wasn't able to get the green light for it because of the demon summoning, who you actually be, you know, having help you versus just fighting, which we see in plenty of other RPGs like uh, Live Alive and Chrono 
trigger and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it wasn't. And so we could have had a Shimigami Tensei in the earliest generations of gaming. Versus mm-hmm. waiting for Atlas to come around to make the first Shimigami in what year? Let me look that up. It was like way back back in the PS1 days. Yeah, like... that sounds right. Uh, Shimigami video game. Okay, here we go. Originally released in 1992, so it wasn't that far. Mm-mm. Okay. But yeah, let's see. What was the first game? Oh, I'm literally on the on the YouTube page right now. Uh, okay, well, it says Super Famicom, so I guess Nintendo did get it. Eventually, eventually if I recall. Yeah, eventually. yeah, I know, like, they were getting, like, they did uh, adapt to the, the original Shimagali's games later on down the line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. So, yeah, it was, uh, okay, so it was developed and published by Atlas for the Super Famicom in, for Japan in 1992. And then it was ported to multiple systems and eventually released on iOS. Sorry, that was 2014. Uh, it's like, that's a, there's a jump for you. But yeah, so this was only released in Japan. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That's interesting. So, Shimagami Tensei on the on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, again, I can only imagine. I mean, I'm looking at the art right now. I mean, like it, it's as it's what you would expect it to be. So, but I, I can understand why it didn't really, you know, it didn't <laughs> but then again, well at the time. Right, right, right. But then again, America probably would eat it up because again, if you remember back in the early '90s, so who knows? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, here it goes. From the beginning of production, Atlas saw Shin Megami Tensei as a chance to develop a game with the company's brand on it. Mm-mm. So that that makes that makes sense. And uh, yeah, the rest doesn't matter. But like, this could have been under Nintendo's banner though, and not Atlas's. Right. And, okay. and imagine how how different history would have been if that had been the case. We might not have gotten Persona. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Like, because maybe. like yeah, it was like yeah, with um with Atlas being a majority under Sony's uh, Sony's uh, banner, like I couldn't imagine if it was originally first with a Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, as in all things, history, it's not always what you think. So. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens uh, next. And also, where the heck is Persona Six? Like, my gosh! Uh, right now they're just milking Persona Five around with the Persona Five X Phantom. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly wondered. I'm legit asking this. What if they're out of ideas? Nah. Like, I think, like think about it. Like three was a good game. Four was a better game. Five was a legendary game. How do you top legendary? Mythical. Ascendant, <laughs> multiversal. Don't go to start it. We do not need another multiverse story. Okay, we do. No, not. we do. God, just what they're currently doing right now. What do you think about Fire Emblem has done so far? If it's gonna make money, it's gonna make money to go with Gotcha. Yeah. <sighs> like, and of course, they'll be like, "How many waifus can you summon? All of them. <laughs> All <of> the waifus." <laughs> All right. And now, with that, we are heading to our main event, and this is one where this is not just about Nintendo. It is about everything. That's going on in gaming because the continue. I'm just gonna call it straight up. It's a war. This war between Microsoft and Sony over the uh, Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition. Acquisition. Yeah. Thank you. Acquisition is like it's spiraling. Like it's going to places we couldn't even think about it going to. And who knows where it's going to go next? And now Nintendo has been wrapped up in it. So we're gonna break this all down in a Nintendo discussion.
So really, really brief recap, because most of you know the story, but we'll, we'll, t we'll recap it anyway for those who are slightly unaware. So Sony and Microsoft over the last, let's be generous, five years, six years, has been doing everything they can to scoop up other development teams to bolster their banners. Like Microsoft got Bethesda, Sony got Bungie, and Nintendo, well, Nintendo's Nintendo, so what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> Nintendo has the Switch and now Illumination in their pockets. They got, they, they're good, all right? <laughs> it, it prints money. It prints money. Um, so Microsoft, to further expand their brand, made a deal or is attempting to make a deal to acquire Activision Blizzard for $67 billion, okay? Even Dr. Evil would be proud of that amount of money. <laughs> So, but not Scott. Scotty Doont. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I love Activision. Scotty Doont. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Austin Powers, another guilty pleasure of mine. But uh, so they, they're going to try and buy Activision Blizzard, right? So easy. So simple. It's been done by other companies, blah, 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 blah. Deal's done. Right? Wrong. Because Sony has thrown the biggest tantrum in the history of video games, which is saying <laughs> really think about it. And especially one of their heads, Jack Ryan. Jim Ryan? Uh, sounds, yeah, one of those. Ja Jack like Ryan. Jack yeah. Ryan's the action hero, right? Yeah. Uh, Jim, yeah, okay, Jim Ryan, sorry. Yes, Jack Ryan is the uh, action hero spy. Um, Jim Ryan has been saying that if Microsoft gets this acquisition, they will have it increased dominance in the gaming space. Not the least of which is that they will be able to restrict some of the most popular IPs in the world. Not the least of which is Call of Duty, which to that extent, he would be right. If Microsoft was to restrict it, a game that makes millions upon millions of dollars because of the millions upon millions of units that sell, even when the game is just, you know, a rescan and some slight purpose. <laughs> hey, you all know it's true. You all know it's true. Uh, it would hurt the overall because Sony and PC and sometimes Nintendo gets Call of Duty games and, it, it, you know, Rising Tide, blah, blah, blah. So to kind of dissuade the, this perception, not only has Microsoft made numerous statements stating that they were, we would not restrict the, the IP, they made a deal with Nintendo, as in Microsoft made a deal with Nintendo for a 10-year agreement uh, yep, 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 yep. about saying, like, from now on, once the deal goes through, we will make sure that Nintendo platforms always get the newest Call of Duty game. So we, we've talked about that lightly on the... On the yeah, 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 yeah. But the big development now is that the CMA, a.k.a. the Country Music Awards, are... No, I'm joking. Uh, it's also Country Music Association. I'm like, what the heck is Country Music have to do with anything? No, uh, they are a... Uh, what is the CMA in Britain? Like, is that just like their oversight committee or something? Like, what is the CMA? I've also uh, never heard of that. Google Senpai, help us. Google. Okay, fine, 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 fine. CMA uh, UK. Okay. Uh, okay, Competition and Markets Authority. Uh, so basically they're a version of the FTC, I guess. You know, the mm -hmm. Federal Trade Commission. So uh, it says, We help bi people, businesses in the UK economy by promoting competitive markets and tackling unfair behavior. Okay, so yeah, they're basically the FTC. Um... And they put a block, like full stop, on the on the trade or for the on the acquisition, and that's bad for Microsoft because if they stop it in the UK, they stop it everywhere. So that's that's bad. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. one of the things, and this is the important thing here, one of the things that they noted about this acquisition is that the deal that Microsoft made with Nintendo in their mind is unfeasible because, we're basically quoting here, the Switch is not technically capable of handling Call of Duty games. Aha! Huh. Uh-huh. Can you sound less like a dick? Also, ow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, perhaps there is some truth to that, sure, because again, the Switch hardware is unfortunately been dated, if anything else. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very weird situation, and a lot of people are thinking that this actually proves that there is bias going on with the CMA, because, yes, the Switch isn't the most technically capable console ever, However, it's it's played games that have been quote unquote graphically superior on other systems, and yet they have been ported to the Switch with a good quality, like The Witcher, like Persona Five, like uh, what was the other one? Doom. So they've had ports. Not all of them have been good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Near Automata. Oh uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's yeah. a great example. Near Automata. Um, that looks great on Switch. You know, is it better on other systems? Sure. But it still works and it's absolutely still playable and a lot of people bought it on Switch when it came out. But yeah, this is this is a this is so weird, Will. This is just weird. <laughs> it's it's definitely quite something like yeah, observing the situation. Of course, like um aside from like this uh, Nintendo aspect of it all, like apparently as well, like this they always say like, yeah, it also creates unfairness regarding to the in cloud gaming. Like what? People still be interested in cloud gaming. Have you not learned from the Stadia? Like, really? You think this acquisition is gonna get like infer more on cloud gaming or like territory? Nobody wants cloud gaming in the UK. Yeah, and like, and, and to be fair, yes, there have been cloud games on Switch, uh, Control, Kingdom Hearts, to some success, to, to some. Like any, but even then, like I know you tried it on one of those games on cloud and i know other people have that have had issues i don't even bother because i just don't i don't want to risk it right. so i'm with you I, I having cloud versions would interest me is that an option yes but again we're not just at that technology at the moment right now especially like with the internet age as it is so maybe again we're i don't know we're not ready we're just simply not ready it's it's the fact that they're saying like this is the reason why the deal shouldn't go through it's petty mm-hmm. like say that you don't you don't trust that microsoft won't renege on their deal and will say hey we're going to restrict it to xbox only for the next few years mm-hmm. say that fear i mean it it could come true it absolutely could come true depending on what management decides but don't say like oh we're not doing this because of this nintendo console that's a minor thing, and you know it. And if anything, you could have uh, Microsoft and uh, Nintendo rework the deal, which we don't know the full extent to. Mm-hmm. All we know is a 10-year agreement. But for all we know, there's a there's a clause in there that says like it must be a quality port. Mm-hmm. And there there was talk about from Microsoft or whatever that you know they would find a way to make it work on Nintendo or something. So they know what gamers would expect from a for for a Switch port. Mm-hmm. I mean, so like, yeah, it, if uh, Activision, like, yeah, also can really 
deliver that Nintendo Seal quality for the Switch, then yeah, that would be quite something, if if not an achievement. Yes, yes. And of course, naturally as well, it goes for the other games as well, like like the other Activision licenses, like Overwatch and all, all Diablo and other such. Yeah, it's such a like a confusing situation, <laughs> to be honest. Because look, on an objective level, which I know is is a thing that can be taken so many ways, but just on let's go on a base level. The biggest complaint that Sony has is that. Microsoft could restrict things like World of Warcraft, like Call of Duty, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Crash, and that would hurt the market. Yes, that is true. If they did that, that would hurt a lot of people because it would restrict where you can get the games and it would push people to only buy those systems. Um, and it's a dick move. Let's just be honest here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. It, Call of Duty was not born on a Microsoft platform. It shouldn't be restricted to a Microsoft platform. So there's a lot of ways you could you could see that going, but unless there is concrete evidence that Microsoft will do this, which I don't think you can prove, because that's intent. Like they keep saying, like, oh, we are not going to do this, and you could say, oh, but that's what business people do. They lie. Yep, that they always we, do. We're, we're totally not moving this factory to China for cheap labor. Like, yeah, we we know that they lie, but this one is a lot easier for them to get called out on. For them to say like, oh, you said you weren't going to restrict it. Oh, well, the business, uh, you know, portfolio and blah blah blah. I was like, no, but you said you wouldn't do this. So this would be easy for them to get called out on. Um, yeah, especially in regards to, like the times of change, including with the economy as it is. Like I still remember like how much it was so cheaper back in the early years. But again, with everything that's happened recently, yeah, unfortunately, inflation, yada yada, yeah, not that, yeah. Uh, I just this is. <laughs> How to, put this, how to put this gently. This is, this is not something that we should honestly have to worry about in in the gaming space. Like, all these other acquisitions have gone out without a hitch. You know, like Bungie getting picked up by Sony, even though Dusty 2 and whatever. Other right, 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 right. Or, or right, Bethesda. Right. Bethesda was a huge acquisition. That's Fallout. That's Skyrim or Elder Scrolls. And among other things. And, and, and no one complained about them restricting those games. And yet we're worried about Activision and Blizzard just because they have Call of Duty, because what Sony sees that this is the big their biggest moneymaker possibly. I, I don't know. <laughs> it just feels like pettiness that they're picking. Like if they did this like from the beginning, like protesting every single acquisition that Microsoft made, then Microsoft did the same as Sony. Like this would be a, like a, a bitter war, but it'd be a you know one between rivals. This just feels like a kid going that's not fair that he has that and he could take he could keep it away from me i want that or i want uh, it to be, yeah. everyone should have that you know it's ah yeah 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 definitely it just <laughs> it is kind of uh, kind of interesting and kind of funny as well just how sony is acting like this way yeah like geez just because you don't you worry about your biggest money maker and like, oh, like you want to go and block, block this just because like, oh, you can't have this toy. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let me be clear on something. Nintendo at this point is just like, hey, we'll, we'll take Call of Duty. We don't care. And if you don't give it to us, we got Mario. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, do you know our Mario movie made a billion dollars at the box office? Hey, Sony, how'd your Ratchet and Clank movie do? Oh! Is it, is it too, too, too much? Too much Not and enough? the fact that you reboot the game and then yeah of course like oh this is gonna sell my ps5s and all that ratchet playing i mean big game but still yeah yeah 
<sighs> Look, this is one of those situations where everyone would benefit from just it being over. And it and you think, oh, well, they're being blocked now, so it's over, right? No, it's not over because Microsoft is appealing, as they rightfully should in this case. I, I will definitely side with Microsoft on this one. Um, but it's not over. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I uh, I don't know. I don't know where this is gonna go. Well, and it's just like every every other day, or I'll be generous. Week, it's like you know, Sony's saying this, Microsoft's saying this, and the CMA and the courts and the appeals and like there was literally a, a like a day or two before this report came out about the uh, the blocking, they were saying like the deal was like basically as good as done. Oh uh, yeah, okay, okay, like yeah. they were they were literally saying like this deal is going through, and then the CMA goes, uh, hold my beer. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I like you think this deal is your ally. Oh, it was like by the time I had a deal done, I was already a man. Hey, <laughs> hey. Take back your Call of Duty. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh... Yeah. Oh wait, wait. I I I can I can talk that. I can talk that. Oh oh. I I swear I swear we're not going to restrict Call of Duty. Swear to me. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you're like, oh, you think this is funny? You think blocking the deal is like of this deal that could help us so much more? It's funny. Yes. And I'm tired. Like it's not. Like geez, always that's what the CMA is pretty much acting like being a joker. Yes. That's that's a great reference. Well, nice. That's nicely done. Uh. Hey, Will, want to see a magic trick? Ta-da! Your deal, it's... <laughs> so, Batman references aside, although we could, uh... So, ooh, I got one. Hey, everyone! Chill. <laughs> That's right, I went to the worst movie! You're welcome! Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, riddle be this! No. Um... But look, I I really hope this, this thing gets solved. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so annoying, and... It's it just reeks of pettiness and greed and you know saying that people are going to do something when you don't know that they are. So hopefully this gets resolved. Hopefully Nintendo gets you know something good out of the deal. Who knows? But uh, I'll tell you this: this is just the truth. Even if Nintendo gets a really good part of Call of Duty, I ain't playing it. <laughs> I, I mean, gotta, I get who I gotta plays Call of Duty, Call of Duty on Switch. Anyway. Yeah. If it's good, if it's a good port, if it's good, it, sure, maybe they can surprise us. I sure, mean, again, sure. I I adored Persona Five Royal on Switch. I had no issues with it, and I know many people said that uh, Near Automata on Switch was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if there are good ports to be made, you just got to be willing to make them. That's the difference. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, something quality. we talked about on past podcasts. Right, right. So, right. so yeah, so I was just talking the quality. I agree. I agree. And, and if nothing else, we can just say, okay, you guys fight over that. We got Tears of the Kingdom coming up in two weeks. Yeah, that they can easily eat up a, a good two months or three at months. Least, at least, Will. At least. <laughs> uh, and with that, we're ending this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, what do you make of this whole nonsense with Sony, Nintendo, or Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Call of Duty? Do you hope it gets resolved soon so we don't have to hear about it anymore? Uh, who are your favorite characters from Fire Emblem Engage? Are you excited for the Sonic Frontiers DLC? Uh, have you enjoyed Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Future Redeemed? And what did you think of the Tears of the Kingdom previews? And what aspects of the game are you now even more excited to 
engage in in two weeks. Let us know. I know, two weeks. We're almost there, bro. We're almost there. Uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for the spirit of Falcon Faith, whatever she is, or wherever she is out there, <laughs> out, out there in the space, you know, uh, I hope she's doing well. And Wari will, I am Triforce Todd. I'm going to keep this voice. It actually kind of sounds nice. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not allies. We made it in a level. So raise the flag. <laughs>